Hey, what's up there, turds? It's a uh, rainy, humid, fucking cloudy Thursday evening. Today is the, let's see, we got five, fifth was Monday, sixth was Tuesday, seventh was Wednesday, today's the eighth. 8th of July, 2021. It was a good day. Um, you know, listen, man, fucking help people for a living. It's always a good day if you can make a difference in people's lives. I recommend you all find yourself a job where you can do that. Otherwise, God, I mean, it's got to be really rough out there. I got to be miserable. It's got to be tough. I'm not making fucking widgets. I posted something yesterday. This is interesting. I'll share this. A little fucking meme. It says, must be willing to work in a high-paced... It says, American dream. Must be willing to work in a high-paced and exciting environment. The environment, colon... No, not an actual colon, like a GI, a butthole. The environment must be willing to work in a high-paced and exciting environment. The environment is pictured as a um, cubicle with a little fucking file cabinet, a little shitty-ass chair you can fart into, and a little scanner out there, and a little fucking phone that rings your ear off, and two damn monitors, and a little commercial-looking... HVAC vent overhead and two little fucking shitty ass um, fluorescent lights beaming into your grape. This is what we got, you know. This is what a lot, you know, a bunch of people, there's some knowing laugh emojis on there. There's some knowing laugh emojis. Let's see, we got 14 people. Such and such says she doesn't miss that at all. A lot of people can relate to that, you know? Because that's what we do. We sit down and we answer phones and we look into computers and we fucking run spreadsheets and we have our little meetings and all that bullshit. And that's what our lives lives amount to, our work lives amount to in many cases. Now, I think that maybe we should be thankful on, in, on the one hand that work has been like this these days, that we're now a service economy, because when we were manufacturing, you know, you'd be complaining about your fucked up back and your tore up shoulders and, you know, repetitive use injuries and all that stuff. Talk to somebody that works in one of these meatpacking plants nearby, or or, or even Amazon uh, plant or something like that. Even people who drive occupationally, there are hazards, ups and downs to every occupation, right? We all know that. But sitting kills while moving heals. So that is a a very, um, that's a reality, my friends. You You gotta acknowledge. And a lot of us are sitting. So those exciting jobs that everybody thinks that, you know, they, they want, um, 
that's what happens. You wind up sitting in a fucking cubicle, staring at a computer all day, and really contributing to this fast-paced, you know, progressive environment. It's ridiculous. I thought that was funny and sad. Um, I'm glad I don't do it, although, you know, with the work that I do in chiropractic, of course, I'm moving a lot, but I'm moving in a about six square feet around a table and doing the same things all day long, you know, with my fingers, with my, my joints, hovering over people, turning them onto their side, thrusting, doing physical impulses into their skeletons. So, um, you know, it's repetitive, just like anything else, just like sitting, just like fucking making widgets, you know, but, um, at least there's love that goes into it. Whatever you do, do it with love. It really don't matter what you do as long as you because if you're interacting with the public, then you know the public definitely needs love. Oh, I got a good segue. I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on that topic in a moment here. Love. It's important to, to cover. It's a big deal to me. I contest that it is it takes less energy to love than it does to hate. Less um, energy to learn rather than be ignorant. Or at least the first of those things. It's the effort you put in you actually get a payoff for. Whereas hate and ignorance just kind of like they don't do anything but but hurt you. We'll talk about that in a moment. But today was a good day. What happened? I friggin' uh, last night I got home after a long day at the office. Today's another long day. Get home around eight, eight thirty. My um, our our, our friggin' HVAC is still out, and so we're trying to find a way to repair this. I think we uh, we've been able to do that, and we're excited at that. Maybe tomorrow we'll have HVAC for the weekend. Yay! I appreciate J- A little shout-out to Jay Brick Heating and Cooling. He's going to be on my table uh, for his adjustment first thing in the morning, like 9 a.m. So um, I love this guy. I love his family. They're wonderful people. So I need... Yeah, yeah. I know that he is as anxious to... Or not anxious, but as... Determined for this to be a positive outcome and relatively um, relatively inexpensive a fix if he can help it. Thorough, prompt, inexpensive because he's going to be seeing me. I'm going to be manipulating his body at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning and I'm sure during the adjustment that's all he's going to be talking about is what's going on and, and so on and so forth. Anyway, I'm very thankful for his help Again, if this is something, if I was calling some HVAC company cold, I would be not cold for the next couple weeks, I'm sure. Just because it takes time to get people out. and We've got existing customers need serviced. Meanwhile, we were calling out about something. Anyway, I'm connected. i got some good people in my life. He's a patient. He's on the table first thing in the morning. He's fixed my HVAC. We're good to go. I'm confident we need not worry about this for too much longer been hot as balls out, so this has been a problem. My wife has uh, 
it's it's actually interesting because she's such a a woman of temperance and kindness. Um, she's such a measured hand that when I see her lose her cool, and I can tell this heat is really she's lost her cool literally. Uh, it's surprising to me when she is gets angry about these things, and heat'll do that to you. And she doesn't handle heat so well, so I hate to see her upset. But it's been tough, obviously. I told him, get the fuck out of the house, go to a store, go to your cousin's house, go to your mom's house, you know, get out, take the dog down the creek. There's a tendency for people just to sit around. Take action. Fucking do something. And I told my family, and I, uh, you know, I, I, I think I mentioned this yesterday, so I don't want to be redundant, but when it comes to, like, troubleshoot, troubleshooting things, fixing things, Cables on the fritz, air condition is not not working. Uh, you know, car problem. If you got some time, which they're off for the summer now, and I know that the time fills itself, and you got all these things, goals, and all that shit. You know, I got to drive the kids here, got to do this other, and the other thing. If there's a problem, please don't drop it in my lap when I get home. Or it's not not that it's being dropped in my lap, but it's there's a sense that if it's something like mechanical or whatever, you know, that I'm the one to fix it. And I understand that why that is, because I have more experience in that area than the rest of them combined. And I fix most things, but it's not hard, you know, at least start the process. Go get, if we need an eight, a fucking, if it's cold, hot in the house, don't sit there in the heat. Go buy a freaking two, three hundred dollar HVAC unit, unbox it, and let me know. And when I show up, I'll freaking stick it in the window. We're good. We can do that, you know. So uh, I just need a little help. Don't wait for me to get home because I get home at eight thirty. I'm tired. I'm fucking pissed, and I need to eat dinner, take a shower, have a beer, and relax. I can't be fixing everything. Even though uh, they, they do a lot, they help, they're wonderful, I love my family so much. Just try to sort things out before I come home because I'll blow my fucking stack. I won't, but it's aggravating. You know what I'm saying? Alright, so, um, so there's that. Then there's reality, I can't have one fucking beverage. I have to have a coffee mug, big plastic thing, a big giant water cup, a fucking protein shake mug, uh, you know, I gotta take, like, fucking five mugs, I need a mug holder, Jesus Christ, simpler in the Marine Corps day, just walk around with two canteens on my hips, fill those bitches up, you fill it up in what's called a water bowl, which is this big cylinder on its side, and it had wheels on it, like a trailer, and it probably held 500 gallons, and they tow it around, had a spigot on it, very simple device, it fill it from the top, so you pull underneath a, you know, some device, some potable water source, and they would just dump water right into the top of this thing, fill it up, haul it out to a training area, so we didn't die out there. They're pretty good about doing that, getting water out. It's a necessity, <clears throat> imperative. So there's that. Next, uh, you know. Stuff like sardines, kids on the floor on a 
um, camped out on an air mattress, dog panting in front of the fan. She was my biggest concern, but I, you know, calmed her down a little bit and put some, better yet, put some earbuds on me myself. So we all got some decent sleep. At least I slept through the night, and I'm the only one that's got to go to work at this juncture, so very important. Um, but hopefully tonight's the last night we got to do this shit. AC units charged. We got fucking uh, refrigerant in there, Freon or whatever it is. And we got fucking putty or epoxy on this coil shit. And we got a new motor. I don't want to hear any problems about AC for the foreseeable future. Jack that shit the fuck up, bitch. Next. Got a guy who comes in. I mentioned him before. This guy is so fucking grumpy. He's been prying and prying. Hey, who do you like? Who do you vote for? What do you want to vote for? I said, bro, I think you watch entirely too much fucking news. I've been starting to level with him. So he's he's in there. And he's complaining about, um, you know, how well, you believe this stuff, what he's doing. You, you've been watching what he's doing. Uh, the racial, uh, race, uh, critical race theory or whatever, this and that. You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to make black, white people hate themselves and feel sorry for what they did to the, to the black people. Slavery hasn't been around for, for hundreds of years. You know, COVID's no big deal. No, even though I was in the hospital for 10 days and they should have given me remdesivir or the other da, 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 da. You put them on the antibiotics. Guys know what the fuck he's talking about. And I don't, you know, I, part of the thing that you hear me tell you again and again is that it's a blessing to be like part of the part of the deal is if you work with the public you can't really have strong opinions about things you can't be a fucking asshole people are going to come in they're going to have different points of view and they're going to share them with you because you know with me it's a you know friendly touchy feely uh, fixing people helping them caring for them you know, having a good conversation, catching up on old times during all this. So people are going to want to um, share things with you. So they'll tell you about, eventually, they'll tell you about their politics or how they feel about masks or how they feel about critical race theory or how they feel about this or that. Sucking on a little honey stick here. So, tastes like a, like an apple Jolly Rancher, they're good. So, if you deal with the public, you kind of can't be a jerk off. I mean, you can, but you, you really are going to limit your clientele. You know, people are not going to come to you. You don't want people coming to you, you know, because of your politics or what you're, what you believe. I mean, they'll naturally do that if they find out you're like-minded. But, you know, if they find out you're dislike-minded, that that you that your views are diametrically opposed to theirs, they're going to hate you, and you're never, never going to see them again. And then you can't help them, and you can't make them money. You know, you can't ply your trade or whatever you're selling. People aren't going to want to buy it. 
So I don't exclude my patient base to people that I agree 100% with. And conveniently, my views, not because I'm, I don't want to be honest with people, but my views are middle of the road. I don't tend to have very, very powerful, angry, you know, disagreements with people. I like philosophy. I certainly have my point of view. And if this was just not me talking, if I was had somebody to converse with, I'm sure I'd get some different points of view that I disagree with or disagree with. And that would be fine, too. I'd like to have some more guests on, so I'm not just talking around, driving around. But, you know, I, I think... I don't think I would offend too many people with my podcast. Maybe my my language, my foul language, but I don't give a fuck if you don't like that. You can go fuck yourself. Seriously. Because it's just expression. You express yourself, I express myself. It's my podcast, so you can suck a dick. So, um, plus you can't reply, which is great. This guy is just miserable, man. I, I, I care for the man. I, I do I do enjoy my time with him. I do like he... I've helped him, it sounds like. Um, I, I enjoy my time with him. I think he's funny. I think he's amusing. Uh, but he's telling me about this critical race theory. And he's like, you know, there are a lot of black moving around and uh, moving into the area. And I, I don't necessarily like that. I don't think that's a great thing because, you know, then... We, like, did you just tell me that critical that we don't need to teach critical race theory? I, I don't even know what that means, critical race theory. But if it means that we need to look at the history books and really underscore that some of our history has not been altogether truthful, then I'm for that. Now, reparations, are we supposed to pay people whose um, lives were... Um, ancestors of the people that live today, their lives were, um, what are we, how should we say, destroyed in many cases, or uh, derailed from any sort of uh, anything that resembled fairness or uh, kindness or respectful of human rights and work and all that stuff. Did we fuck over a lot of people? I think we did. And when I say we, I mean our society. Now, should we be held responsible for the sins of our fathers and mothers? I don't necessarily think so, but if we we can at least acknowledge the fucked up shit we did in the past to the American Indians, to um, indigenous people all over the world um, that, that people we trampled and we just selfishly said this is mine not yours we're going to settle here and we're going to you know you got your herds coming through here we're going to shoot all this fucking buffalo and we're going to shoot you guys and we're going to hang you and we're going to do all this stuff enslave you um, should we atone for that well if we don't if there is a god we will we have atoned for that there will be some kind of justice. Now, I don't happen to believe in a grandfather in the sky type God, but whether it's karma or just, you know, you 
kind of know if you did something fucked up that it might be coming around to you, you know, if you treat people like shit, maybe sometime, you know, don't be surprised if somebody treats you like shit, might be a sense of justice if that occurred, but do I think that we need to, you know, reparations or we need to, uh, you know, be responsible for being or be ashamed because we are white and they are uh, more melanin in their skin and they had disadvantages and that perpe- that that uh, is perpetuated to this day in a lot of uh, poverty-stricken areas in our in our uh, country in a variety of ways and then across the world where people are disadvantaged and poor education, a lot of crime, a lot of uh, drugs, a lot of a lot of problems in these communities. Is that a, a function of the evolution of various peoples who were given a shit deal back in the day? I think so. I think there's there's something called epigenetics, which I might have mentioned before, where if, you know, um, my father... Uh, our behaviors. Our behaviors parents or ancestors behaved a certain way, that there is evidence that there are little aspects of our genes that will predispose us to that, predispose us to things like you know, ill behaviors or maybe a disease process as a result of the lineage, your lineage, you know. Uh, guy said it really, really well on a podcast the other day, he said, uh, you know, you never met your great 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 grandfather, but his face, his nose is on your face. You know, his eyes are in your sockets, his brain is in your head. You might have a big Peter or a small Peter, or fucking, you know. Same thing with the labia minora. Who knows? Because of your genetics, the instruction manual, all right, coiled up double helices, your deoxyribonucleic acid that is coiled up inside your the nucleus of your cell. It contains the instructions for every aspect of the operation of that cell. Remember cell biology and basic science courses there's all the little machinery they call them organelles they live inside a cell membrane like a little bubble bloop bloop imagine a cell membrane like a little soap bubble and that membrane is selectively permeable so things can come in and out and in and out oh there's a cute little girl stock, stock in the egg stand fruit stand whatever So is it possible, is it fact, scientific fact, that we could have a predisposition of behavior or thought or whatever the fuck, um, something happening within our body, within our mind, that has no, is in no way controlled by our conscious decisions that we make these days? You follow me? It could be driven by our genes, You never met your great-great-great-great-grandmother.
but your toes are fucking crooked because of her. Your eyes are a certain color because of him. You might have a predisposition of health or disease based upon their behaviors. And so it matters what we do and it matters how we act and it matters how um, we live our lives. Look up epigenetics. Quite interesting. I'm no authority on it, but it seems plausible to me. And when we say people don't have uh, free will, when people don't have free will means, you know, like I just said, you're not making uh, all of our activities, our lives are not the direct result always of our conscious activities. It can be driven by these, by our DNA. And you know how many cells are in our body? trillions, you know. So it's a lot of DNA. It's very complex. There's a lot to know. Another thing this guy said, this freaking old angry old man, he said again about it's not a vaccine because the COVID is not in the vaccine. So it's not even a real vaccine. First of all, and I said this before, what the fuck do you know about cell biology, bro. I'm a fucking doctor, all right? Maybe I'm a quack, chiropractic, whatever the fuck you want to consider me. I got a really good education. I got a fucking decent head on my shoulders. I teach anatomy. I got a fucking degree, an associate's, a bachelor's, a master's, a doctorate, all right? And I'm telling you not to brag these things. I'm telling you these things because I don't know the finer nuances of all this, of what comprises a vaccine or does not. But I guarantee you this much, if the Center for Disease Control and all these other government organizations, scientific organizations, if they call it a vaccine, it's a fucking vaccine. My money is on them. Explain to the guy that what any substance that is introduced into our body that is designed to provoke a, an immune response, good it's it's good that it's not a full fucking viral particle of a, of a COVID little fuzzball. It's just the 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 memory uh, ribonucleic acid, okay? Messen- not memory messenger RNA. So it's not even the instruction manual. It's a copy of the instruction manual for that little spiky protein. So that if we see this little fucking spike haircut on a cell, they're going to try to kill it. And it's very specific. They identified that this, this aspect of the mRNA. And this is how the thing works. Now, these people have you know, that are talking about this. You can't be somebody who's never looked into a microscope in your life and say that it's not a, it's not a vaccine. And again, the guy's refuting, uh, you know, whether or not, oh, these people, I don't think that they should, oh, there's 4,000 people who've died from this vaccine reactions. I don't know about that. Are there people that had, or did they all die? I mean, how many people honestly died from it? I don't think it's 4,000. But if it's 4,000, 
and for you know uh, hundreds of million of people have been inoculated and it's it's saved fucking shitload of lives, man. Now they're talking about this new uh, variant that is taking a dump on people. They said that I read that some of the only the majority of the infections that remain are only if people with this Delta variant. They're people that are un, unvaccinated. The Delta variant is especially dangerous to these people. Now, some of you say, well, the guy also said that, again, it was about making money. This is about making money. So you're telling me that all these clinicians and all these scientists and all these nurses and all these hospitals and all these clinics and all these pharmacies and all these politicians and all these citizens and all these, you know, that our society, that people, this is all one big ploy to try to make money. You know? Now, will somebody try to capitalize or has already capitalized on the COVID, you know, situation? I'm sure. Has somebody already cashed in on, um, you know, medicines or uh, masks and gloves and all that stuff? Absolutely. Try to take advantage, try to try to jack up prices. Will somebody do that? Sure. But is this whole entire situation the result of, um, you know, some scam, some conspiracy? That you know the hospitals want to make more money. You don't think that one doctor, or you know, at least dozens of doctors, scientists, what have you, would have said, "Okay, this is bullshit. I got to spill the beans. This is just fucking saline solution. We're squirting into people. We're trying to make a ton of money. It's Biden's plan to." To hurt people, you know. First of all, Biden didn't put into put this into action. Second of all, these people have no idea about science or scientific oversight or how things work. I don't have much better of an idea, but I'm smarter than these motherfuckers. So again, if you've never looked into a microscope before, taken a basic science class, and don't understand how you know DNA and uh, mRNA work then you're a fucking dope and you just please like oh well I like these guys I like uh, Sean Hannity and I like fucking uh, what's the other fucking guy with the fucking bow tie these guys are assholes they they're right wing pundits it's not even fucking news man it's a clown show now is the um, CNN and MSNBC and all those people any better? No, I don't listen to them either. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm a fucking human being, and I want our species to go on. I want this this experiment called America and called you know humanity to actually be something to be proud of. You know, I was listening to a. Uh, uh, video from Arnold Schwarzenegger the other day. I like Arnold. You know, I'll clown him. He posts something about, oh, the, this is me. I was made in, I was born in Austria, 
and I was made in the United States. It's the greatest country around. But the thing about being great is you got to keep working. And you got to admit when you fall short. Well, fucking A. That's it in a nutshell. Just because you were great or you've done great things does not make you great forever. You got to keep working. Working. You understand? So not that, it's not that we, you know, white people need to be ashamed of, of this color of their skin or the things that their, their ancestors did to perpetrate it on other people. Or how we destroy the Indians or slaves, own slaves or whatever. No, we know better now. It's terrible what we did. We don't need to hang our head about it, but we do need to acknowledge it. You know, how about this shit you hear about, uh, you know, Canadian schools where they took all the indigenous and put them in these schools and fucking graveyards full of all these kids, young people. Who knows what the fuck went up there, went on up there, you know. We did some fucked up things. So you don't keep, you don't buy your own bullshit and tell everybody how great you are when you did some fucked up shit. That should be in the history books. Yes. If we're honest, if we want to improve, we got to keep working. Right? It don't matter what you did yesterday, it's only a foundation for what you can do. It's a springboard. It's a track record. It's a win. But if you don't keep on winning, if you don't keep on trying, if you don't keep on getting up like fucking Sly Stallone as Rocky fucking Balboa, he's stupid. He fucking, he's, he's, uh, he's a bum. I'm not a bum. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a bum. Well, it's for Spider Rico. Ah, Spider Rico is a bum. He's a bum rocking. You're a bum. <clears throat> you got to keep fucking, despite any of your falling short or your uh, um, your failures, your uh, mistakes, your disadvantages. You get up, you keep fucking going. That is what made America great. That is the the, the profile of the greatest Americans and the greatest people that walk the earth. They try to do wonderful things, you know. And, and they succeed and they, they find methods to continue to succeed and to pull other people up with them. And that's what I'm all about is pulling up other people with me. Finally, talk about love. It's easier, takes less energy to love than it does to hate. It's so much easier just to care about people, isn't it? Is it really so hard, you know, to be nice to your sister-in-law at the barbecue on 4th of July? Is it really so difficult for you to, um, you know, let somebody cross that intersection before you do, or say, you know, make a nice comment to somebody about how they they look today, or how they, um, you know, uh, give them a pat on the back when they do something right. It feels good, especially to help somebody who, who is, you know, give them an boy, give them an girl. Somebody who's disadvantaged, somebody who, who might really need that. You know, you don't know the difference that you can make by, by being kind, by giving somebody a pat on the back, a handshake, a hug, by telling them how you feel. That is easy. People are like embarrassed to do that, to be kind to other people. 
And they are. I've seen it. But they just don't think about it. Oh, I don't want to, you know. You tell her. You tell her how nice she is, that she's the best teacher around. You tell him that he's a great father or, you know, a, a, a wonderful friend. You smile at somebody instead of look the other way because it took too much energy for you to do it and you were having a bad day. Try that. If you're having a shit day, try to be nice to somebody else. Despite the fucking shit that's weighing on you or whatever your plight, try to eke out a little bit of kindness. That's a win. That's easy. That's not hard. Hard is being hateful, being bitter, being a fucking sore loser, being a gossip, um, being hard is being ignorant. Sure, it might seem like a daunting task to open up a book or do the research and really try to, you know, put some veracity, put some truth, uh, put some uh, objectivity around something. It might be difficult sometimes to do that. But if you understand something completely, or at least more than, <clears throat> you know, than most people, you're in a fucking lot better place, and you're gonna be a lot happier. People who don't know what they're talking about, like this guy, telling me that, um, you know, it's not a vaccine. That's something he heard somewhere. What are you talking about? This guy heard that. Somebody told him that. You know, he heard that on Sean Hannity or some shit. Are you fucking out of your mind? What do you What do you know about public health, bro? You wouldn't know a vaccine if it fucking was shot in your asshole. Let somebody who knows what they're talking about inform you about this. Talk to a public health nurse. Talk to an epidemiologist. You know, somebody who really does this work. You know, if you're the guy who was a construction worker, if I'm a, doing a construction job, we're bidding a job, you got to put up a um, fucking, you know, single family home. And these are the plans. Where do you start? I, I would assume that most of the um, contractors would say, okay, well, these are the blueprints. And this was designed by a, uh, an architect, and or at least somebody who's approaching that skill level. And they are really exact. And this is the main causeway that comes in on the road. This is where the telephone wire's in there. All the service is going to come up for those. There is sewer coming onto the property. These are the dimensions of the land. This is where we're going to lay out the foundation. The first thing we need to do then is go out there and stake out the dimensions of the home and the property lines. And then we're going to start to put a foundation. Then we're going to put um, the uh, basement in and pour the concrete for that. And then we're going to put uh, start putting on the uh, first and second floor. We're going to tie that together, add all the details, and we're done. I'd like to think that if you take a dozen contractors that they're all going to take an approach that sounds something like that. Why? Because it's logical and sensible. Okay? Are, are they going to deviate? Are they going to try to do things different way, different order? Sure. But at the end, they're going to come to a similar conclusion that this is how you, this is the recipe for putting a house together. You know? The thing is, though, you're not a fucking epidemiologist or anybody in scientific know. 
you are a construction guy. Stick to what you fucking know. Don't listen to these fucking dopes telling you about all this us against them crap and oh I, I'm all I, I, I'm all Republican I think that they got it all oh you think they got it all figured out do you it's just this side is right and everything on this side is wrong doesn't that seem imbalanced to you you think really that you need to take a side was this Eagles versus Cowboys on a Sunday afternoon fuck taking sides man we're all the same species let's fucking not beat each other up and argue over things that we, we we're smart enough we're experienced enough as a species to understand some things and we should have learned a lot of these lessons a long time ago People are still real. There's some real fucking dumbasses out there, man. And there's some wonderful people. I choose love. Love is easier. Love, and ultimately in the end, it pays off. If it's not easy, if it's hard to do a little bit, at least it pays off. At least it gives you some something. It gives you energy. It gives you spirit. It gives you good things coming back to you. It's nourishing love helping people that is the best work out there who the fuck wants to destroy things stupid absolutely stupid alright so spoken my piece for the day love and respect Friday's here (laughs)